You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Welcome to another uh, QB Power Hour. Some of you saw a little bit earlier uh, some behind-the-scenes things. Um, but we're, today we're going to be talking about backing up your data in QuickBooks Desktop and online. And we have our guest uh, Rewind with us to talk about some of the extra online things that you can do uh, with backing up uh, your data. So, Michelle, you want to introduce yourself? Woman who needs no introduction. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle. I'm a CPA with an MBA in entrepreneurship, owner of Long for Success. I've been a trainer for Intuit since 07, um, author of several different books. You can check those out on Amazon and love to have you join us all on that Facebook group. You can see the link right there where you can join us to continue the conversation after this session ends. And I'm always glad to have someone smarter than I, like Dan DeLong, <laughs> to help with these webinars. <laughs> Yeah, although um, <laughs> I don't know if you would say that today, but <laughs> someone started our, the webinar a little early. Uh, but yeah, I'm the co-host, uh, owner of Dan Witt. I worked at Intuit nearly 18 years, so I have lots of horror stories about mm -hmm. people who didn't back up their data. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be talking about why you should be backing up your data in general, uh, and then we'll be talking about some other things. Um, and uh, I co-host a workshop on Wednesdays, oddly enough, called Workshop Wednesdays. I'm the chief content creator at School of Bookkeeping and just signed up to do the technical editing for QBO for Dummies 7th edition. Uh, so a um, little details about uh, some upcoming Power Hour webinars. Uh, we'll be coming back to the Niche Nuances uh, series. So next week, next time we'll be having uh, Megan Tarno coming and joining us with, she's a, a really great, resource for uh, nonprofits. So we'll be, be uh, revisiting nonprofit accounting um, and, uh, and I hope you join us for that. We'll be continuing with the QBO Advanced Feature Deep Dive uh, with tasks and workflows. Michelle and I are going to be uh, talking about that. And then we'll come back to the niche nuances again with uh, real estate. Real estate is, has been a, a, a niche that a lot of people have, have been, have a lot of questions about. So we'll have uh, Gita Faust uh, joining us to talk about uh, just one aspect of real estate. And she'll join us later for another aspect, but we'll be talking about real estate rentals uh, on the 25th of May. Obviously, we, uh, we cover a lot of things about QuickBooks, some tips and what's new and, and marketing, pricing and, uh, and topics to really help you grow uh, as, a, as accounting professionals. There's links there for the slides. All of the slides are available in uh, handouts, because one thing accountants love is to print PDFs and make notes on them. <laughs> is that is that part of uh, CPA uh, education? Like, did you learn that in college, Michelle? <laughs> well, you know, contrary to what some people think, CPA actually sometimes stood for cut, paste, and arrange, or <laughs> or copy prior years adjustments. <laughs> So we love our paper and our spreadsheets and our Excel files, but honestly, CPA is couldn't pass again. It's none of those things. <laughs> Boy, you got all sorts of uh, anyway. insider information there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, go ahead. No, that's okay. 
No, that so we've got the uh, recordings on on YouTube, so you can watch prior webinars as well as on our our website qbpowerhour.com, as well as the podcast. Uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, why backing up and and certain backup strategies, um, and then we'll talk about backup one word or backup two words, the difference <laughs> between the two. Uh, backing up some of the some of the things that you can do backing up in desktop, some of the things that you can do backing up in online and what it means to back up your data in QuickBooks Online. Um, and then we'll talk about some of the online backup limitations. And then we have a guest, uh, Nicole from Rewind, uh, to give us a rewind overview uh, and, uh, and demonstration of the, of the application. Uh, so we'll start off with our first poll, which is just what version of QuickBooks are you using? Online, desktop, both, uh, or maybe you're joining us uh, from Intuit and you don't use <laughs> either. We do have a few people registered actually uh, from Intuit addresses. I did notice that the other day, Michelle. <laughs> ah, as always, yes. Well, you know, Dan, I, I think, you know, talking about accountants and CPAs and bookkeepers and stuff, one of the things I think is inherent in our nature is because we're taking care of other people's data, we are super sensitive to backing up and then backing up and then having a backup of our backup. You know, <laughs> I remember in the old days when we had those tape backups, you oh, know, wow. and you'd yeah. let it, you'd, yeah, yeah. Well, because, you know, the disks were too many, it would take too many to back up. And so right. we had like a, a tape drive and stuff. And, but even with the disks, a lot of times, you know, you'd have two backups and you would rotate them. So like you'd always have one from the day before and one from last night, you know, and then you mm -hmm. would rotate them and stuff. But a lot of times what people would do is they would just sit them on the counter. Like they'd sit them on top of the <laughs> file cabinet or sit them on top of the desk or whatever. So in a fire or flood, you've got two backups. That's great. But they both got burned in the fire. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so it's important to get one off site. And yeah. that's where now more than ever having these in the cloud and SaaS, I know you're going to talk more about that later, uh, but that is huge because we are getting it off site for, for real protection of the data. Right. Right. Go ahead and uh, share the results. So it looks like uh, both is our, is our common, uh, common thread today, but uh, followed closely by uh, online. So um, yeah, and that, that segues really nicely, Michelle, into um, what I used to tell people when, when people would call in, you know, like, why backup and backup strategies? One of the original training, uh, you know, when I went through my original uh, training, we were just talking about troubleshooting in general, um, like step two is create a damage control plan, right? <laughs> and, and that would be, you know, not just, you know, troubleshooting, but also in any aspect of life you know, have a, you know, have something in place in case the worst thing happens. And, and to your point where you were mentioning, you know, backups being, you know, tape backups, and that's redundant. And, and that's, that's fantastic. But yes, the backup is only as good as the disk it's on, <laughs> right, and where it's actually physically located. So if you actually have a fire or a theft or something mm -hmm. like that, and that backup is now gone, you know, that that disc <laughs> is physically gone or that uh, disc gets damaged. Um, that's, that's, that's as good as it's going to get with the, with the backup. And uh, the, the analogy that I used to use or the Dan analogy uh, was that the dentist would say you floss the teeth you don't want to replace, right? <laughs> right. So that would be all of them <laughs> for most people. Um, 
back up the data you don't want to re-enter. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. So, you know, if you can say, yeah, I don't want to re-enter that data, that's the data that you should be backing up. And now there's this, uh, you know, there's a backup one word, and then there's a backup two words, right? Like, so which is it? So there's actually, so backup is a noun, right? That's, that's the actual physical file. Uh, or the result of that backup process, but backup two words is a verb, right? That's that's the act of backing up. So we'll, we'll be talking a little bit about uh, the distinctions of, you know, doing that because if you say, well, I've got a backup, but it's not a file that's actually a backup, then there's a different way to actually restore that file. So that's what we wanted to kind of talk about. So in QuickBooks Windows, there are three major file types in use. So there's a QBW file, like if you, in Windows, if you show the, the file extensions, you know, sometimes you may not see that, or if you hover over the file and look at the properties, it'll say QBW. You know, it's a QuickBooks working file, QuickBooks Windows file, you know, make up your own acronym for what QBW actually stands for. Uh, but that is the active company file. That's the active financial file. QBB is the QuickBooks backup. So when you actually do a backup in QuickBooks, that creates a QBB file. <clears throat> and it's an archive of the active file and some associated folders that are part of working with that QuickBooks or that QBW file. Uh, then there's a copy of a file called a QBM, which is a portable company file. Don't, don't know why M means portable, but <laughs> I guess QBP was already taken. <laughs> which it was, you know, if you use QuickBooks point of sale, there are, already is a QBP file uh, file type already there. So they had to, I guess, use M <laughs> instead. Uh, but it is a compressed file that's only the financial data. And I've, I've given a link of all of the file types of, of QuickBooks Windows, you know, so from IIF to uh, TLG to all the other ones that, that are associated with there. So you can um, access that and, and review that on your on your on your leisure time, right? Like so, we have so much free time. <laughs> so in QuickBooks for Windows, uh, you have the ability to schedule backups, and some people don't even realize that this option uh, exists. Uh, but there's the ability to schedule. So when you go in uh, to make a backup, you can make a backup right then and there, or you can set up some options and actually backup. Uh, and schedule the backup. So some of the advantages of that is that you can automatically backup when you exit QuickBooks. So you can specify, you know, save a backup every third time, you know, that I close the, the file or every time that I close the file so that it will automatically back it up for you. So you don't have to remember to make that backup. So again, flossing the, the backup, <laughs> saving all those teeth, right? And you can schedule a time when QuickBooks uh, when you're out of QuickBooks, right? So maybe overnight at the end of the day, uh, you can have it run. And then there are some options to be able to store the number of backup files in that particular location. Now, some of the disadvantages of that is that the computer needs to be on, right? So if you schedule something at 1 a.m., the computer needs to know what when 1 a.m. actually happens, um, and the file needs to be closed. So some people are uh, horrible, raising my hand about uh, uh, closing <laughs> QuickBooks at the end of the day. You may just leave it open. Uh, it won't back it up if you if you don't uh, close the company file. Uh, 
Um, and there's a link uh, as well to the Intuit articles about uh, scheduling backups. So if you have the handouts, uh, you'll be able to click on those and, and go there as well. Um, now, something this this part here is is something that a lot of people didn't know existed, and most accountants don't know it existed because it's not available in accountant version, <laughs> right? But your clients that are using QuickBooks uh, with um, with a subscription, um, oh, actually, that's not that's not true. It doesn't need to be in a, a subscription. That's actually the next slide. Um, but the automatic data recovery is running uh, for uh, Pro, Premier, Enterprise, anything that's non-accountant edition. And you might ask, well, why does that not exist <laughs> for, um, for my accountant edition? Well, if you're managing 50 files, your computer would be entirely slow because it's constantly, it would constantly be, be copying the data all the time, right? So it, it automatically is running uh, there's 12 and 24-hour backups that are automatically made. Uh, the file type here is an ADR, which is automatic data recovery. Um, so you can, you know, worst case scenario is if you don't have a backup, you can always go wherever the company file is physically located. There's going to be a folder there. You see it at the top called QuickBooks Auto Data Recovery. And then go into that file and restore that file. Uh, if it was just something that was, you know, last night, you need to, put it back, you can do that. And there's a link there to be able to do that. And then uh, Intuit Data Protect. Um, I know it's a sore subject to, to some people. <laughs> I supported uh, Intuit Data Protect when it first came out and heard all of the horror stories and all of the, the not liking it because it, it did slow. Initially, it slowed down computers and, and things like that. But it's, it's actually gotten a lot better. Uh, but it is uh, an Intuit Data Protect is a service that Intuit uh, offers with its subscription uh, desktop clients. So anything with uh, Plus, um, we're talking about Pro Plus or Premier Plus, just to confuse people against the QBO Plus. <laughs> Not with QBO Plus, but with uh, Pro Plus or Pro Premier Plus. There we go. <laughs> and Enterprise. Uh, so that there's a there's a, a service. Uh, subscription already included with those subscriptions. If you subscribe to, you know, the support offerings that Intuit offers, Intuit Data Protect is part of that. Um, but it's a, there's a full PC option. And, and some people didn't even realize that, you know, the file can be open when it's backing up the data. Um, and it actually keeps 45 versions of the file. Um, and it's off-site, right? So to Michelle's point where, you know, you don't want necessarily want to back up. And every time that you do back up local on the same, computer, you get that warning message from QuickBooks that says, hey, don't do this on the local drive or don't do this on the hard drive. Because again, that's that same process or the same same option of, hey, it's, if this drive goes bad, then you don't have a backup either. Um, it does backup attachments. So if you are using attachments into a data protect will automatically backup those attachments. Um, and you can also back up other things other than QuickBooks using the Intuit Data Protect. So if you use something like Carbonite or, um, you know, other, other backup services, and uh, it's actually on the back end, it's, it's actually Symantec that's, that's doing it. Uh, it's not Intuit that's saving your data. They partner with Symantec. So that's actually where it's being stored uh, online. And you get email alerts 
uh, when the backup is, and you can specify whether it's successful uh, or, um, or unsuccessful, which is really what you want to know is when your backup is unsuccessful. And the cons are that it is slow. It's never been accused of being a fast process. However, if you do need to restore last week's backup, uh, that is infinitely faster than entering all that data. And it's, uh, it's, it's got a history of being unreliable. Uh, so sometimes those email alerts don't, don't come in or, um, or it just doesn't back up and it doesn't set, tell you why it just says didn't happen. All right. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, apps, you know, uh, Nicole was mentioning, I think earlier <laughs> that we have a lot of apps. Uh, so how on average, how many apps do you have connected to your clients in QBO? So, yeah, I mean, I, I have a, a lot of horror stories of people who did not have a backup um, or they lost their backup or the, the backup is corrupt, you know, because you don't know how good a backup is until it's actually restored. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's always good to have a backup of the backup and have, have multiple uh, backup, uh, a backup strategy or a backup regimen. Uh, that you have. And, you know, if you have, um, you know, if you're using like the cloud hosting with, with QuickBooks, you can also have, they could also be backing up your data, but they may be backing up the QBW and not actually making a backup file. So that's one thing to kind of keep in mind as what they're actually backing up. Are they just making a copy of the company uh, or all of the files? Because uh, most of those online backup services, that's what they do is copy whatever file you tell it to backup. And Dan, did you mention, are you going to mention, um, don't just do the auto backups, but periodically do a manual backup on desktop so that you clear the TLG file? Right, right. That is a, that's a good, important uh, step. I don't think I mentioned that. The, um, there is a, there's an associated file called a TLG file in, in QuickBooks desktop that is a record of every transaction. So the TLG stands for transaction log file. <laughs> um, so that is a record of every transaction that was made since the last backup, right? So if, you're, uh, if your backup regimen is just copying the QBW file, that TLG file will grow exponentially because until you actually do the file make a backup, uh, option, that TLG file will continue to grow. Um, now, the purpose of that is to be able to, you know, if you had to send the, uh, the data file into, into it for their data services and, and reconstruct the data, they'll have the TLG file, which is the record of every transaction, and the last backup, which you made, right? So you'll, they'll be able to put Humpty Dumpty back together again with those two different files. but it doesn't get um, purged unless you actually do a, a backup. So good, good point there. It looks like, uh, you know, one to two is our, is our um, main uh, option for um, the number of apps that, that are used today. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, backing up in QuickBooks Online. All right, so uh, we'll talk a little bit about redundant live backups and, and then restore points. So this was a great analogy that Brad Smith used uh, when he was talking to us one day 
he, he was talking about um, data in the cloud, right? When we're talking about uh, QuickBooks online, obviously everything is stored uh, in the cloud. And, and you know, the, the true reality is there is no cloud, it's just someone else's computer, right? Uh, so they had, at that point, they had uh, two different data centers and he, and he compared that uh, to two margarita blenders. Like if you're having a party, right? And you only have one blender and that blender goes down, the party's over, right? And we've all been um, aware of, of a time when QuickBooks Online went down. Um, you know, it's, it's much better now than it was in the past, but that what was happening is that they, they had one margarita blender. Um, so they ended up building two data centers uh, so that they could have both margarita blenders running at the same time. So if something happened to, uh, to one data center, the other you know, party kept going uh, because uh, the other margarita blender was, was running. So when you save a transaction, so on this slide here, when you save a transaction in QuickBooks uh, online, regardless of wherever uh, that is, is happening, you, know, you may be at one blender or another at that particular moment, uh, it's gonna be saved in both places. So uh, if anything were to happen with uh, with one with your cloud, you know wherever that happened to be, it would uh, you know you'd still be able to access your data. So historically and typically, you have less data issues with QuickBooks Online because of this uh, redundant backup of your data. Um, and this is something that that Intuit does on your behalf, right? So it's that's that's part of the cloud service itself. Uh, you don't have to, you know, make a backup uh, of QuickBooks, but what it's doing is it's saving and redundantly backing up your live data, right? So, and we'll talk about the challenges of that uh, because in uh, online advanced, uh, there is a backup company because one thing that you don't have with that redundant live backup is a restore point uh, to be able to fall back on. So, uh, some of the examples of, you know, if I imported uh, a list or I imported uh, the wrong thing to the wrong clients, like Michelle was saying, if I put it in, uh, wiped out completely, wiped out a, a company by importing into, uh, into QuickBooks, that live data being backed up redundantly does me no good <laughs> because I don't have anything to fall back on. <clears throat> So in QuickBooks Online Advanced, there is a backup company option. Uh, but one of the things that you want to keep in mind is you have to opt into it. So there is a uh, subscription for, um, you know, what was Chronobooks uh, is now, um, you know, QuickBooks Online Advanced Backup and Restore. So, um, but you, you get a free subscription in QuickBooks Online Advanced and QuickBooks Online Advanced only. Uh, but you have to opt into that. And I, I have a lot of uh, clients or people that use um, QBO Advanced that haven't done that. Like they haven't turned on uh, the, the backup company uh, option. So it's under the tool menu uh, or the gear and, and the tool menu. You have to opt in to, to start the, the backup process. But it does give you a restore point uh, so that if you do have the worst case scenario of something happening to the live data, you can fall back uh, on that and, uh, option. And Dan, 
Can you help me remember? I know we had that um, power hour with Intuit employees, David, and some of the others talking about the features of advance that we accounting professionals are going to be getting in our QBOA, your books. Dan, do you remember? It seems I don't think we get that backup feature. Do you remember in QBOA, yeah, your that, books? Yeah, originally uh, that was that was like the next phase of the online advanced features. Uh, so user user setup and uh, an online backup and restore in QBOA uh, are coming, but I went into my QBOA and saw this option. So <laughs> maybe some companies are getting it uh, faster than than others, um, but that it was supposed to be slated for the the next wave of of, uh, of QBOA advanced features. You know, QB QBO advanced features in QBOA <laughs> in the yearbooks. Yeah. <laughs> So here's a challenging question for you, Dan. So in QBO Advanced, so somebody is mm -hmm. using Advanced and their inventory is very messed up. Could they use the backup option to re-import the entire file without the inactive inventory items? So I don't um, think you could because you can't reconvert. You can't right. re-import. Yeah, I mean, that, that, uh, the, the backup and restore really only gives you a snapshot at that particular moment. Now maybe Nicole at Rewind might give us a <laughs> might be able to speak to speak to this scenario with some of the things that Rewind does, but that's that's all that the online backup uh, does uh, in in QuickBooks Online Advanced is is give you that restore point. So yeah, I, you know a great use case for that is is what Michelle was uh, saying earlier that I overwrote you know re I imported into uh, into QuickBooks and wiped out my client's data with somebody else's data, right? So I need to go back to that particular moment in time and they'll be able to roll that back. Um, I know other, uh, another story of, uh, you know, an, of an accountant who inadvertently put their client data into their QBOA, right? And that now that that's a whole nother <laughs> meaning of uh, uh, a mess <laughs> to unravel. And so, you know, rolling back to that prior prior moment in time, um, I used to, you know, uh, explain it, not complain it, but e explain it, <laughs> that it was just like taking a picture, right? And, and if you just wanted to look at that picture again, the way things were at that particular time, you could do that with, with your restore points. Uh, but it's, uh, if you wanted to make a change, as long as it's available to re-import, you know, you can make your change in desktop, right? And, um, you know, wipe out the, the, the items or make them inactive. But again, yeah, that's a, that's probably an offline uh, scenario. <laughs> so what about other versions, right? Like simple start and essentials and, and plus, right? So why are, why are they left out in the cold, right? So what do you do about those when you need, when you need a backup service, because you can't use the QBO, you know, can't put the, a simple start customer into advance just to get them uh, back up. Well, that's where we have someone like Rewind come in. So I'm going to stop sharing and then let uh, Nicole take over. Hey, everyone. <laughs> okay, so let me just uh, share my screen. Mm -hmm. Here we go. 
go ahead and play our presentation here. So thank you very much for joining and uh, being interested in learning more about Rewind and our backup offering. Um, I'm gonna take you a little bit through about who Rewind is as a company, what we do, why we back up QBO, um, the other apps that we back up, and then I'll take you through a demonstration of how to actually restore an item or what Rewind looks like, how we hold all of your data in our vault. So we are Rewind, the leading backup service for SaaS tools like QuickBooks Online, but also Trello, Shopify, BigCommerce, and GitHub. We've been in the backups game now since 2015, and we serve over 80,000 customers across all of these app offerings. And this is just the beginning. So if there's a SaaS app that you see here that we don't currently back up, stay tuned for more because we are launching more platforms um, throughout the year. A little bit more about who we are as an organization. We're based out of Ottawa, the capital of Canada. We currently have 75 employees and actually this slide's out of date. We've got more employees uh, than what we have listed here and we're going, growing quite quickly. We average five star ratings um, across all of our offerings with over a thousand different reviews in our marketplaces. And we're rapidly expanding our backup service to more SaaS tools. Our mission's pretty simple. We want to back up and protect all of the cloud data for small, medium, and large businesses. And why that's important to us is because we recognize that SaaS apps are a growing market. Lots of different companies, bookkeepers, CPA firms of all sizes are using SaaS tools, different apps to continue expanding their offering and backing up uh, some of their most important data. We see here that the average size of the company, as uh, the company grows with employee size, the more apps that they use and the more they spend on them as well, too. We know that the average mid-sized CPA firm can spend an upwards of fifty to $60,000 on their tech stack annually. So this signals to us that apps are pretty important. They're filling gaps, they're um, expanding the offering of what the platform that you're using, but something that they're not doing is backing up um, your um, data on an account level. So it's important to say that yes, these platforms are backed up. They back up their servers, they back up your account, but you don't have access to that backup. It would take a very unlikely scenario like their data servers being completely wiped out or a massive data breach for them to actually back up your account. Um, it needs to be their fault that that happens. The more likely scenario is that an error occurs within your account at an account level. And it would be very difficult for these platforms to go in and find that one line of data. It's like identifying a needle in a field of haystacks for them. So a tool like Rewind really gives you the controlled data recovery to allow you to go into your account and restore an individual item or your entire, uh, entire file to a particular point in time. And these are some of the likely scenarios that we see SaaS users requiring data recovery using different third-party apps, malicious attacks, importing CSV files, and the overwhelming amount um, of data error, it just comes down to human error, just accidentally or getting click happy, as we mentioned earlier, is likely the cause of why you would need to use a backup. Uh, question for you, uh, Nicole. So, um, oh, we'll launch the, the second, uh, the third poll there while, while we're talking about that. Um, so you had that 
that uh, that question there. Where'd it go now? Since you started sharing, my screen readjusted. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what is your number one concern when it comes to uh, data? Uh, data security. So uh, because this is kind of like an open-ended question, just go ahead and put that in the chat because we uh, Zoom doesn't give us an opportunity to, to put in what those, uh, what those concerns might actually be. But if you have, uh, when you're thinking about a concern like that, uh, go ahead and enter that into, into the chat. And one of the, Nicole, one of the questions, and this might be too techy, um, but <laughs> we always have, uh, we, you know, there's always one in the crowd. Um, what actual file does does Rewind make, right? Does it actually make a file? Uh, because again, we're talking about PDFs and printing out PDFs and who our audience is, they wanna print out something, they wanna have something to hold. Uh, what, is, what is the file type? Is it something that they can download uh, and have locally or is everything uh, only on your servers and, and uh, it's part of the service of what, you, what, what Rewind offers? Great question. So it's not something that you can physically print and hold. It is in the in Rewinds cloud within your vault. So I will jump into a demonstration to show you what that exactly looks like. But is it something that you can export and physically keep on hand? It's not. It's in the cloud. Um, and it's external from your platform, which is another great backup strategy to have your data external from the actual platform. So in this scenario, for example, that QuickBooks does have a data breach or an outage and your backup is within QuickBooks, your backup is down alongside that. Rewind's an external backup from that solution. Got it. Okay. So go ahead, uh, Michelle, you were going to say. Well, I, I was just going to say earlier, you know, we went live a few minutes early, but I don't think everybody did hear the story about where an accounting professional had messed up. And, and I actually had this gentleman call me. This was a grown man who really was on the verge of breaking down. Like he was fighting back tears because what he had done, he had attended our sessions and he had learned, you know, how to restore a file and, and how to convert from desktop to online and all this. And, you know, we always tell people when you're converting from desktop to online, it asks which company do you want to put the data into? And you have to be very, very careful or you will overwrite whatever data is there. Well, he got click happy and had several companies with a similar name, like um, Summit County Automotive, Summit County Beauty Shop, Summit County something else. Well, he got in a hurry and got click happy and hit the wrong Summit County, wiped out an existing client's accounting information, like all their history. And it was a fairly large client. There was already all these threats, lawsuits and everything. And I mean, he literally was in tears. What can I do? What can we do? And that's where paying a few dollars for Rewind can save your butt. <laughs> I mean, it really can save you. And I saw several people putting that into the comments, you know, corruption of data or client data errors. What about accounting errors or human errors? Because a lot of times it is that human mistake that's going to get us. And so having that backup is such good insurance for us. Um, whenever you're doing things, um, it's just a nice precaution to have that there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they uh, and someone asked a, a question here: Has Rewind or Intuit ever been attacked? I mean, the yes. I mean, from the Intuit perspective, uh, attacks are happening all the time. Um, you know, there's there's people trying to get. It. I mean, you you consider the kind of data that's being 
stored uh, inside of company data inside of QuickBooks. Um, there are all sorts of, of uh, malicious people out there um, wanting to get their hands on that data, whether that's uh, social security numbers, your EIN, um, all the personally identifiable information that that's actually in there, credit card numbers, you know, those, those things are, are in there. And the only thing that's stopping them from getting there is your password, right? <laughs> um, you know, so that's why, you know, as it's a, as it's a pain, um, you know, PETA, uh, to be able to, you know, reset your password or get that code uh, when you log in from an unrecognized computer, that is really the only thing that's stopping someone from, from accessing that data or at least getting access to some of that data. Um, you know, once you're in there, a lot of the uh, data is actually obfuscated and, and, and encrypted on top of that. So, um, but has, uh, from, from Rewind's perspective, Nicole, has, has that ever occurred? It has not occurred. We have not uh, received or, or been um, attacked. And I'm not putting out that out there as a challenge either. I think <laughs> if you walk away from one thing from this session is to go back and make sure that you've got strong passwords and that if you do share client access as well, if your clients are in your files, making sure that they're practicing strong password security as well too. Um, because ultimately we are liable if, if that gets, if data gets breached to report that as well too. Right. So the, 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 the pain of, oh, I've got to create an Intuit login, even for my client's desktop files. Uh, that is one of the, that is one of the right ways that that data is going to be protected uh, by, by someone, if somebody picks up that file uh, and, and finds a way to get into the file, they won't be able to access the file if they've not given been given user permissions to be able to do that. Well, and you know, Dan, one of the things I think that's that's awesome is because Intuit knows the sensitivity sensitivity of the data and everything, they're always ahead of the game when it comes to these hackers and security. QuickBooks and Intuit were one of the first companies to start requiring that two-factor authorization, like right mm -hmm. when even the banks were just starting to do it. And I know everybody initially was complaining, and but Intuit is keeping us ahead of the game and ahead of the hackers. And Intuit ensures that the third-party apps like Rewind comply with those security measures to protect that data. So it's actually safer in the cloud than it is on your own hard drive. Which leads me perfectly to this slide here. So we mentioned a little bit in the past about how we were using these different backup methods, which were all physical copies, and we were uh, protecting these physical copies of backup. That served us very well in the past, but it's not going to serve us as we continue shifting to the cloud. So we need different tools to help us adapt. And that's where a tool like Rewind comes in. So Rewind automatically backs up your QuickBooks online file, and it allows you to restore data, either your entire file or a specific um, um, item within your file to a, sp uh, to a point in time where it was uh, snapshotted by, by Rewind. So I'm just gonna stop uh, screen sharing this for just a moment and pop up the Intuit App Store here. So I wanna take you quickly through what Rewind looks like. And just to kick off this uh, introduction, you can find us in the Intuit App Store. So we are regularly a trending app within their marketplace. We've got great reviews. So you can see for Intuit specifically, or sorry, for QuickBooks, 
We've got a, a hundred and diff, 188 different uh, reviews here, and I encourage you to read them because they're all fantastic. We've got some product shots and a little demonstration video here if you want to dive in. But let's see what Rewind actually looks like. So we're gonna sign in here and we also have two factor authentication as well in terms of just encrypting our data, it's encrypted um, through our servers as well at rest as well as in transit. So here you- I, I noticed there that you can use your Intuit login. Yes. Right. So, yeah. so you, you don't have to use a, a, a separate login for, for Rewind, you can, but you can also utilize your, your Intuit login as well. So when you're in the company, you just click on that and you're, you're in the same, uh, you're using the same login. So you don't have to use that as a separate login if you don't want to. <laughs> so this popped me into my Shopify account, which is currently not backed up. So that's uh, not great for my demo account, <laughs> but I'll show you uh, just over, let me just move this Zoom panel out of the way. I'll show you just by uh, how you would navigate over to your QuickBooks online file. So we've got this little profile icon. And if you manage or are part of multiple organizations, you can select which organization you want to be a part of here. So I'm going to pop into my QuickBooks online file. If you manage multiple client files, you'll see them all here, a part of your dropdown. But this popped me into my demo file. In my demo file here, these are all of the individual items within my QuickBooks online file. So you can see it's quite a long list. We have them listed by name, by action type, as well as the last time that they were updated. So this is an individual item. If you wanted to go in and recover just an invoice in a client file, you would click the item that you want to restore. On the left-hand side, you can see the live version. On the right-hand side, you would click the version history here or you can filter if you have, uh, if you know exactly when it was and restore to that particular version. So this is gonna restore just this item within your QuickBook file to that selected date and, or to that selected time. And that's when great. I was, yeah, when I was looking at, uh, at Rewind, that was kind of the, what stood out, you know, heads and tails above uh, the other options that are out there is the, the ability to be able to restore that one transaction. You know, you have, uh, someone who uh, deleted a transaction. Well, you have, as an accountant, you have the voided deleted transaction report, which is great. But if you don't have any way to, you know, enter or re, you know, restore that one transaction of a, you know, if it's a year end journal entry that's adjusting and there's 42,000, well, I mean, 42 <laughs> line items on it, or they have really long invoices with a lot of detail um, you gotta, you gotta start from scratch. I mean, you have the audit history to be able to, to, to bring that back to life, but you gotta enter it back in. There is no Lazarus resurrecting <laughs> from, from the dead. Uh, but this is a, this is the option to be able to do that. Yeah. And you're totally right. This is the feature that really sells rewind to our customer base. It's, it's unlikely. Well, the circumstance does happen when you will have to completely restore the file, but what most likely happens is you need to restore just individual items and your backup is really only as good as your restore. So it's great to have all of these backups, but when a situation arises and it is the critical, uh-oh, I am in crisis situation, the last thing you want to be doing is trying to manually pick through an API how-to sheet 
uploading different CSV files. Rewind gives you the opportunity just to go in and restore it in a click. Um, how, and there's also uh, how, how frequently, like if I made a change to a transaction, uh, how, how quickly is it updated and backed up here? We do timestamps. So your file is backed up at the same time every day. But if you were in a client file and you were making a lot of changes and you're aware that I'm making big changes here and I'm pretty far away from my backup, you can also click the backup now feature. And this will take as many backup stamps um, within the QBO file as, as you require. But your automated backup happens every day at the same time. Got it. So if you are making a lot of changes, you could go in force, you know, force a backup moment at that point. Otherwise it would just be that the state of that transaction, if you needed to do one, one or two transactions, it would be the state of that transaction. Uh, the last time it was backed up, which would be in this case, it would be the last day. Right. Exactly. Well, and doing those those manual backups are great because a lot of times, let's say you are um, starting a new company and you are importing the lists and you know all the accounts and the names and the items, and then you want to import the transactions. It is nice, like to import all the sales and invoice transactions, run a backup, import all the expenses, run a backup. So if something goes wrong, you don't have to roll back to the beginning, you can just roll back to that state. So it is nice being able to do those manual backups at each step as you go through that process. And having this individual control over these, these specific transaction items is definitely something that people love. But yeah. of course, <laughs> sometimes you have to restore the entire file and that's where the advanced restore feature comes in. So this is going to restore your entire quick QuickBooks online file, all of those individual items that you see in the items tab to a specific point in time. It's the same setup. You would select the date you want to restore the file to and then restore the entire file to that specific point in time. So those are the two ways that you would restore items from your backup. Um, but we also have a feature here called copy. Copy was a pretty popular feature request from our customer base. It allows you to copy a QBO file into another QBO file or the source and destination file here. Um, lots of different use cases that cropped up when we launched this, but a popular one is to use this as a sandbox environment or to test different solutions. So we talked about trying different third-party apps and we've got a laundry list of horror stories of different apps, mistakes that have happened out there. You could copy the file, test the third-party app in the, the copy file because copying does not change your source file. There's some caveats here though that I'd love to call out in all transparency. It does take a little bit of preparation. So if you really want that copy to go well, there's a little bit of um, work that should be done in advance. We have here this pre-copy checklist. This is really just making sure that your source file is clean. So if you know that there's a bunch of duplicates um, if you want to finalize your payroll, if you want to clear up or reconcile any accounts, it's good practice just to go into your source file, take care of that first, copy the source file, make sure that the destination has all of its uh, pre-checks in place, that the settings are all correct, and then fire off your copy. That will just ensure that the data that you copy into your destination file is as clean as possible. Yeah, this, uh, this, was, uh, this was where I uh, really looked into rewind was this feature when it was in the beta testing because you know if you wanted to go from qbo to qbo uh, a, a company file it was a pain 
you know, to bring it down, <laughs> bring it down to desktop and then use that to, to go into QuickBooks online. And good luck if something didn't transfer, you know, from one platform to, to another, uh, to be able to do that, you know, right from online to online. Um, and I, I, it was a great experience from, from my perspective, even in beta, you know, <laughs> uh, the support folks were real, real friendly because you guys are Canadian. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the, you know, re being able to, you get a list of transactions and what was skipped and what was, what was, uh, what was successful. Um, and it provides you a link <laughs> back to the transaction, uh, so that you can, uh, so that you can uh, see what actually didn't come over and make your, you know, figure out what, what the, what the problem was if it didn't come over. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a great, uh, great service. Now, you know, again, caveat, <laughs> there are limitations from the API perspective, right? I mean, uh, you have to play by the same rules as all the other apps out, that are out there. Uh, so if, uh, so payroll is, is one of those things that, that we want to kind of talk about uh, even in the backup uh, versus uh, the copy, right? Yeah, great call out. Uh, Michelle, I'll pass it to you. Well, no, that, that you're just getting ready to talk about what I was going to ask. So go right ahead. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> great call out on the API. Um, so I just wanted to highlight here that Rewind uh, backs up quite a bit of things. Here's a long, long, long list of all the things that we do backup. And there are other things that we backup and restore as well that is not automatically available, but our support team can do for you manually. And then there's just a call out here that there is a bit of a restriction with regards to the API and Intuit side. So there are certain pieces of information that are deemed complex or very sensitive that uh, Intuit does not allow access to through the API. Um, some of those things are listed here in this long list. And for those reasons, we don't back up or restore that. So that's an important thing to keep in mind when working with a solution like this. Okay, I have a question because I don't see it. Um, but yes, this is one of the things that I was wondering about. What about the attachments? Because so many of our people now are using attachments to transactions and other things. Are those backed up and restored or backed up and copied? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I don't know about copy. I'd have to verify for copy, but they are backed up and they can be restored. Um, there's another list in, uh, for copy here uh, within our support center that goes over the things that is copied over, but I'd have to verify if attachments qualify for copy. So does it maintain that link to the transaction too? Like it, it doesn't. Does. Wow, that's great. Because that's, that's always a big one is people don't want to lose the attached backups uh, of those receipts. So that's awesome. Um, a big question uh, that I want to get answered and it's been asked over and over again. If you're using QBO Advanced and you have the backup feature you know, activated there, can you add on rewind to that company as well or do they don't play well together or you know does that how does that rewind work? backs up qbo advanced as well too so if you wanted to have uh rewind as well as the feature through quickbooks um it's uh, we back up that plan as well too all right so, so I'll just finish off this demo real quick um, with just a quick overview of the vault. So you've seen the vault. This is our encrypted vault where all of your data is secure. Um, just to highlight this panel. So if there are any other platforms that are important to you, you can uh, quickly add them to your vaults 
here. And that's really a quick demo. If you need support, we've got embedded support. We've got an incredible support team. So as Dan mentioned, the support team does a lot of amazing customer service. If you read our reviews, they're going to be about how awesome our support team is. Um, so if there was an instance where you did need additional help, the support team is there to, to give you a hand with that. And I guess just to round out the last little bit of my presentation here is our pricing plans. So Rewind offers three different pricing plans. Um, we have an individual file. So if you're just an individual contributor, you only manage one file, there's a single file plan. Uh, the most popular is our accounting pros plan, um, which is for people who manage more than two files. And what has quickly usurped the accounting pros plan is our custom enterprise. So if you do manage more than 25 client files, you qualify for a volume-based discount um, and the price drops for that as well too. So just wanted to call out our pricing here and um, I'll finish it off with, I guess this is supposed to be a poll question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, if you're uh, interested in learning more about uh, Rewind, of course you can go to our landing page uh, and launch, uh, launch right to Rewind from there. Um, that helps us, you know, here at the Power Hour, you know, because we, uh, we, we put this on for free for you. So, um, you know, any, any help that you can help us <laughs> continue um, you can, uh, you can launch it, launch it from there. Um, and they'll be able to know that you were, uh, that you came to them from, uh, from through the, through the power hour. So that'd be really helpful. Also, so, you know, they'll come reach out to you as well, uh, from, from your, uh, answer here, Michelle. Sorry, Dan. So, so we got a couple questions on payroll and as always, like myself, <laughs> People are confused on exactly how payroll. So one person says, so payroll isn't backed up or copied. I'm confused. But then somebody else says, well, wait a minute. What's the workaround? And I was under the impression that it, it's, it comes over as checks instead of paychecks. So can you please clarify what happens with payroll in a backup and in a restore? So payroll is not backed up. Um, if there's maybe fringe cases or use cases here that I'm not appropriately covering, I will dive into them once I stop sharing my screen or once the poll is over. Um, but payroll is not included in the backup. So if there are maybe elements within the payroll um, that are associated to, uh, sorry, if there are elements that are uh, within payroll that are associated to the backup, but in general, payroll is not backed up and it cannot be restored. Gotcha. And then we're talking about QBO payroll, right? If they're using something like uh, Intuit Online Payroll for accountants and you're sending that in as checks, those are not paychecks to the, the data. So they'll get they'll get backed up uh, through this through this service because they are, you know, specific transactions that aren't payroll transactions. Uh, if you're using Gusto, they come in as journal entries, or if you use some outside payroll service, there's no way that the backup would not back that up uh, with uh, because they're not payroll type type transactions, right, Nicole? Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, did we have any other uh, questions, there, Michelle? I thought we had a few that we wanted to, to answer yeah. live. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, okay. So, so here's a question. I was just getting ready to type in the answer. Somebody erased several months of bank reconciliations. Does QBOA or Rewind help with recovering them? And I don't know how you erase bank reconciliations in QuickBooks Online. I know you can undo a bank re reconciliation, um, 
but is that something piecemeal that you would be able to restore is the reconciliation status of transactions? Good question. Um, uh, just uh, out of curiosity, Dan, is the poll over? I'm just wondering yes. if you're able to yeah, close you can, it. <laughs> yeah, you can move on to the next uh, page because you're purple. Uh, yeah, because... <laughs> I, I know. I've got this massive screen and it's just like <laughs> drowning me out. Um, okay, so I'll just, I'll leave it here. Um, I'll drop in the chat um, a link to uh, the different scenarios where we might not back it up, but our support team has access to the backup. So this is through our R&D team on the back end, where if, for example, big reconciliation is one of those things, the support team can manually go in, but it's not something that you, the end user, would have control over yourself. So if there are any other questions um, outside of what we've provided here, drop them in the chat and I'll pick them up um, post, uh, post webinar. Can you, can you set a time for the backup or is that, is that times that you can specify or is it it's just hard coded when, when it's gonna be backed up? Exactly, hard coded. So it's uh, the same time every day. Um, I believe it's based on the data center that your data is being backed up to, but it's usually around 12 a.m. Um, and it happens every day at the same time. Yeah. All righty. I'm just looking through some of the, the questions here. Um, can um, can you choose the, the various different things about um, the data to 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 restore, uh, or is it one transaction? or list element, or is it, uh, can you choose like, like a customer list? Like if you say, I wanted uh, the customer list restored yesterday, but everything else uh, to be the same, is that, is that possible? Or is it um, one, one transaction or? We do back up uh, customers as well too, but I think it might be a single customer that, that would be backed up at a time or an, an updated customer profile would be back, backed up one at a time. Gotcha. So that's a good question for support. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so so Kyle, Colleen would like to know, for QuickBooks payments, is there a way to import those without the sensitive data? So like with QuickBooks payments, when somebody says, I want to pay online and I want to save my payment information so that next time I don't have to re-enter my bank account or my credit card information, how does that work in a backup um, and restore? Backups, uh, so payments are included in the backup, um, but I'm not, I'm not, maybe I'm not understanding what the question is, sorry. Well, okay, so if it would back up that information, does it also back up and restore the sensitive financial information like they put in their credit card number or their bank account number to save for payment for in the future? A lot of times because it's a credit card number and stuff, they won't allow that to be backed up. Yeah, I don't think the that data is included in the backup. It would probably be record of the payment and not the actual sensitive data associated to the end user. Um, but the record of payment would be included in the backup and not the credit card data, for example. Right. That's that's what I thought. And and some of the use cases, especially like if you're using a copy, uh, if you're copying, like if you're actually transitioning the data from one subscription to another, you have to add this add it to, you know, the source, uh, the source file. And then you, of course, you want to add it to the, the new subscription. Once you've, uh, once you've done with the copy and everything looks good and you, you don't need it on the, on the source file, how, how long are you able to access 
those those backups or would you be able to reactivate it uh, if need be and still have access to those to those backups? Oh, that's a really good question. So if I understand it correctly, we, well, I'll answer this in two parts. So we keep the data for one calendar year, 365 days, but um, maybe are you referring to if, if the source data is no longer available and you wanted to recall that? I think that's 30 days that you have to recall the deleted source data. Okay. And as soon as you cancel that, that exactly. first subscription, it's, it's still there for, for 30, 30 days. days. Okay. Gotcha. That was a that was a question someone asked. All right, uh, Michelle, do you see any others? I do. It's another hard one. Okay, nope. so so <laughs> let's say let's say somebody has QBO Advanced file they want to restore to desktop, copy the file except for inventory, and then export into a new QBO file. Basically, it sounds like they have a QBO file that they want to get rid of all the inventory. So they're looking for some kind of workaround to start a new QBO company with no inventory. So I think that if I understand this correctly, this is a question of copying from QBD to QBO in, in some way. Well, they're in QBO already. <laughs> yeah. So they're so trying I, to I get rid of their inventory basically. I, I think the biggest challenge though, with that in, in, in that scenario, is if the inventory items were used, then you won't be able to delete them, right? I mean, that's that's the biggest challenge in in general because those those items have been used. Um, and I think the other the other caveat to that is when you enact, you can't delete an item in 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 QuickBooks Online anyway. It just inactivates them and it's still there on the list. You can reactivate it if you if you want to. Now you can delete an item if it's not been used in desktop. And I think that's maybe what they're alluding to is like, if I bring it down to desktop, can I get rid of it and then bring it up? Um, but that's really outside of rewind. Right. Yeah. Scope. Yeah. <laughs> that's more post, of a post that one on the scenario. Facebook group and people can help you with ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save Nicole from answering that one. Yeah, <laughs> those are tough questions. I'm definitely going to defer to our support agents for most of those tough ones. And uh, I think there was a little um, like a spacing issue on the pricing. So uh, if it's just one company file, it's nineteen dollars. Is that what it exactly. was? Exactly. It, it, it was like one and then nine. Oh, so, so it's nineteen dollars uh, <laughs> for a single file. Um, which we really see um, is like a CFO controlling a single file, but the, the plan that most of our accounting uh, professionals land on is the accounting pros. If you're between two to 24 files and anything 25 and above, it's a bulk discount pricing. Right. And um, you still have that. I mean, maybe I'm stepping on toes, but do you still have that once you're an accounting pro, you get one for free? Uh, good question. I haven't seen this in a long time, so this might be like a legacy. Um, if it exists, ah. then, <laughs> then oh. for sure. Um, I would say talk to our sales team. Don't, don't tell them that Dan told you that it was, <laughs> it was free. We have access to all of those uh, discounts. So um, if it's still active, then it absolutely applies. Gotcha. When I, when I originally started, you know, as an accounting pro uh, with, with Rewind, that was the, the option. They may not be the option now, but uh, don't quote me. <laughs> As of today, the 13th of April, 2021, <laughs> may not be the case today, but uh, once you get set up, you could activate one for, for yourself, which the idea was that you back up your own books 
Um, so you know, bon Bonnie yeah. just posted in the chat that she signed up this year and my accountant books are backed up free. But Sandy said, I got nothing free. <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> I do know, though, Nicole, a lot of people have expressed their appreciation at having Rewind come on to learn more about this. And uh, a lot of people sound very excited about it. We had some people who said they're already using it and they absolutely love it. So I think we're very appreciative that you've come on and shared all this with us today. Oh, the pleasure is mine. I've heard so much about the QB Power Hour and my time at Rewind. I know it's really valuable among the community members. Um, so it's my pleasure to be here and, and speak with you all. Well, thank you uh, for joining us, Nicole and Michelle. It's always great to see you. And uh, hopefully you join us in a couple weeks uh, when we talk about niche nuances with uh, nonprofits uh, who need to back up their data too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so we'll see you next time on the Power Hour. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Nicole. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.